0: What's up guys this is mike coming at you with episode six of the fly pod we got a great episode planned for you today i'm back in town i'm excited to record i'm going to try to be more consistent on the fly pod and get you weekly content i can't make any promises but i'm going to try my very best today we have a very special episode we're going to go over what's going on in the morden grove season the mellis season and i want to give a big introduction to my buddy carlos mcdougal carlos welcome thanks for being here today oh, man.
1: thanks for having me mike i appreciate it Mike.
0: For sure. I've been trying to get you on the pod for a while, and you were one of the first people who I wanted to get on here, so it's good to be with you. And let's jump into the Morden Grove season update. We are currently six and three. We're a lock for the number four seed heading into the final week of the regular season. Over the past two weeks, we've lost two straight games to picked off. Pretty frustrating games, offensive struggles. Uh, but despite the offensive struggles, I do have a message for the team. And I thought about posting it to the Facebook, I thought about texting guys, and after talking with my wise wife she said well why don't you just release it on the fly pod? and she's right that's a great way to do it my message to the team after two tough losses is that we're fine we're right where we need to be our goal remains the same of the championship and we're on the right path even though it doesn't feel like it after two losses like this we have a tougher schedule this year and we've made progress each game against picked off even though both of them felt pretty crummy this past week when we narrowed the gap we only lost by eight and it was a competitive game it was much better than our performance the week before. We're sitting here with a chance at a 7-3 and three regular season, and that's a good place to be. And on Monday night, I know we're going to achieve that. So keep pushing, keep believing. Let's support one another, and we're going to break through at just the right time. Now, even though we've been struggling offensively, there is one person who's been standing out. What do you think, Carlos?
1: Yeah, man, Steve Reimer, team high, 684 batting average. You know, he's been really kind of uh, just sticking, it, sticking with it on the offense side, and uh, he's really been uh, kind of a, a highlight in our offensive game.
0: For sure. We didn't have too many hits the past couple of weeks, but Steve's been keeping up uh, that for us. So our next game in Warren Grove is on Monday. It's against Express. Uh, we should come out. Uh, I have full confidence that we're going to finish the regular season on a high note. Let's start talking about our Mellis team now, who sits at 6-2 and two in second place. Our previous game was on the 11th of July, and we played the team Balls of Fury, and we won 23-3, which was a good team victory for us. We have a lot of statistical standouts today, And honestly, I tried to narrow it down, but I got a shout out to everyone who's played at least five games because overall, we're averaging 23 runs as a team. And here are just a couple of stats from a few players. We got James Merritt leading the team in hits with 25, 30 knocked in and 17 runs. And that's in seven games played. My boy, Michael Gerb, he's having quite a year at Mellis, 23 hits, 25 knocked in and 18 runs in eight games. Mike Stein has 21 hits, 14 knocked in, 19 runs in seven games. What are you seeing, Carlos?
1: Man, I'm looking at uh, at Kevin over here. Man, in seven games played, he has 20 hits, 12 RBIs, and 13 runs, uh, which is just amazing. And then Justin, in six games played, he has uh, 18 hits, 22 RBIs, and 15 runs. Uh, absolutely amazing from both those guys.
0: And the list doesn't stop there. We got Eric with 18. I'm sorry, 16 hits, nine RBIs and 13 runs in 7 games. I, myself, 14 hits, 8 RBI, 16 runs in 6 games. Michael Kiley's filled in. He's not even a full-time player for us over on Thursday nights, but he's played 5 games, 14 hits, 11 RBI, and 13 runs. And i got to give a shout-out to my boy Alex. I got an injury update from him before I talk about his injury. He has 12 hits, 10 RBI, and 8 runs in 6 games played. And I texted him this morning, and he says he's about 65 to 70% in terms of his full health. He's trying to be back for the summer playoffs. That's his goal. So we wish him well, and we hope you're back out there for the playoffs, which are coming in a couple weeks. Okay, well soon, brother. For sure. And we got Billy with 11 hits, 8 RBI, and 15 runs, and 6 games played. And overall, the team is averaging 23 runs per game, which is a tough force to stop. Carlos, what have you thought about playing at Mellis this year?
1: Man, you know what? It's actually my first time like playing on, on turf like that, you know, and Tell you what, it's a total different kind of feel when you're, when you're out there playing. I, I know, like, the first couple games, I had some balls that took that in-between hop and just ate me up, you know. And it's a lot different than playing on sand. You know, my whole life i played on sand. So, But uh, overall, I mean, I like the fence. I like um, the park. is beautiful. And uh, I, I like playing there. It's, I really enjoy it. It's really nice. Something different.
0: For sure. And I know for us it's closer to home, so it's yeah. nicer to get to. <laughs> it's a definite uh, plus, yeah. Yeah, but those true hops in the infield, those those are tougher and they come at, it come at you a lot faster, so there's a, an adjustment to that for, for sure. sure. All right, that's what's going on for our Mellis team. Our next game is tomorrow, the 18th. We're playing Afternoon Delight. It's a big game. We're tied for second with them right now, so this can solidify ourselves in place to be the second seed. So it's a big game for us. Looking forward to it. That's at 6.30. All right, it's time to get to know number 21, Mr. Carlos McDougall. Now, I shared with Carlos a story before we started about uh, Monday night, BP, before our game against Picked Off. I was speaking with Nick and Gerb, and we were talking about uh, just the vibe for the day, and we were excited to get back out there against Picked Off. And both Nick and Gerb said to me, Carlos, they said, Oh, I think tonight's going to be different because Carlos is going to be here. Now, they didn't know that actually you had something come up. You weren't going to be there. But, Carlos, it just speaks to the positive presence that you bring to the flies. And uh, we we love having you out there and you're a big part of the team. So I just want to make sure everybody heard that story, that everybody was uh, very thankful when you're able to be out there. So, Carlos, we met on the green team in 2017 playing for the harvest bible chapel softball league yeah. and i remember you know we got paired up it was completely random but when i saw you play i knew right away i got to get this guy on the flies not only from a softball standpoint but also from a team leadership standpoint so talk about becoming a fly what's it been like to play the last couple of years
1: oh man it's been uh absolutely amazing man you know uh feeling like a kid again yeah you for know? sure. definitely so uh playing in that that Harvest League um that was something I, I just started going to Harvest and uh somebody came up to me asked me if I like to play softball I'm like of course you know mm-hmm. and then I met you and um you asked me if I wanted to play out in a, in a you know a public league and you know I I took the offer up and it's been just a great a great choice I might be happy you know but just because the guys that I met and um the relationships and the friendships that kind of are being built there um and we just have a blast. You know, I have fun playing with you guys.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that's one thing I love about the Flies is that, I mean, it's just a good time. You go and for you sure. forget everything that happens during your day. and You just go and play. That's it. Yeah. For sure. And it's already been, I'm looking at the sheet here. So we played in 2017 in the Harvest League. Mm-hmm. So that's already two summers ago now. So we've been playing together a long time. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. So prior to softball, you were a baseball player. Talk a little bit about how baseball has played an impact in your life.
1: Yeah. So um, I've been playing baseball since I was in T-ball. And uh, I I remember growing up and and playing baseball and, and, you know, kind of like the Sandlot scenario. You know, you get a bunch of guys together, a bunch of your friends' kids together in the neighborhood and in the city. And we would just go out to the park and we played baseball from morning until we couldn't even see anymore, you know. And it was just something that we always looked forward to. I remember even, you know, as I got a little older to eighth grade and just losing girlfriends over, you know, (laughs) baseball, you know, because the love for baseball was just that strong, you know, and, um, priorities. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So, um, but, uh, you know, baseball slash softball actually plays a, a, a total different, more important role in my life. Um, because there was a point in my life where during high school baseball, I got invited to go to a tournament in New York from a junior college while I was still a sophomore in high school. I went to do that tournament, uh, got kind of homesick. I was supposed to go to Pennsylvania right after that. I ended up coming home. Um, when I came home, everything kind of just fell apart for me. I started getting into drugs and uh, alcohol and the wrong friends, and everything kind of went downhill for me. Um, so what ended up happening was my, my dad ended up having to sell his house uh, just because he was so scared of kind of what was going to happen in my life and, and with the friends I was hanging out with, and he seen the things that I was getting into. Uh, so he moved me out to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And in the suburbs, I met a neighbor who invited me to Humble Park to play In this family softball league. And it was actually mushball. Yeah. You know know mushball, right? Like 14 inch. Yeah, Yeah, 14 Mm -hmm. inch mushball, you know. And I was like, well, you wanna play softball? He's like, yeah, bring your glove. I said, a glove for softball. I'm thinking 16 inch, you know. Mm -hmm. We go out there, and, uh, um, you know, at at this point, you know, like I said, my life was still kinda not in the right place. And this was probably about three or four years in between me playing baseball and then meeting this guy and going to play softball. So it was like a three year kind of downfall in my life, you know. And, um, so I went and played and, it actually introduced me to softball with using a glove. I loved it. Uh, it was something that was, uh, I ended up doing quite often with him and his family and it kept me away from the streets. Yeah. You know, it kept me out of the streets. It kept me away from all the stuff that I was doing. Um, so to me, like softball in a way kind of saved my life, Right, you know, baseball, softball saved my life. And, um, so that's how I got introduced to softball was playing with him and then going to harvest, playing in that league. And then. So I haven't been playing softball very long, but, um, and I love it, man. And it it changed my life.
0: But we, you know, the game is is something that we all love so much for different reasons, you know, and and it's played a role in our lives in a lot of different ways. And for you, I mean, that's so cool to hear that it's been life changing. And now it's something that uh, continues to just give you joy and something that you can, uh, it could be a release for you too. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So what would be one skill from another fly that you could adapt to your game?
1: Uh, you know, I've been playing next to this guy for for a while now, you know, being shortstop and third base, and that's uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, that guy is fearless when it comes to that ball coming at him, no matter how fast it's coming, no matter how he has to throw his body around, and he has a quick time to react. And just the way he reacts and the way uh, it, it's just something that I wish I had, you know, yeah. it's just so awesome to sit here, you know, sit at shortstop and just watch him and do the things that he does. Yeah. And uh, I can just remember one specific time we were playing at Milas and he, uh, he had a ball lasered at him and he didn't throw his glove up or anything. He just threw his, threw his shoulder right into the <laughs> ball. The ball just out. He didn't get the guy out at first, but just for him to just, it would look like it was purposely done. He just kind of just threw his shoulder into the ball because he couldn't get his glove up in time. But, just, just that, that fearlessness that he that he plays with on the field is just something
0: that I admire. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's something that like it's nothing for Eric, but for me, I'd be out for two weeks you right. know, on the DL just because you know my body's frail, not like his. But yeah, he's a great player, for great sure. arm, great toughness. So yeah. shout out to you, Eric.
1: Yeah, shout out Eric.
0: So let's jump into the flyby now. This is a segment of the fly pod, very popular segment where we just go through a list of questions. It's an either or, and usually we end up talking about. Each choice as opposed to just running through it. But I'll start with the first one. Day or night game? What's your preference?
1: Um, night game. Night game. I like hearing that sound of the lights when you're walking into the park. That
0: yeah, a I mean, little buzz. That
1: always gave me chills, yeah?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Netflix or Hulu? Uh, Netflix. What you watching? Well. Or what do you recommend to us?
1: Yeah, well, me and my wife, we... it's been. A, I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do, when me and my wife do have that time when the kids are not playing sports, it's usually... Uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy. I know that's an old one, but that was something that we were really into. Um, the one with the uh, the meth lab. Uh, oh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. That was a, that was one of our favorites. And then, uh, as of right now, we've been just hooked on. Uh, we just watch. Uh, you ever watch Marlon? No. You never watch. You don't know, the the Wayne brothers, right? Yeah. So Marlon has his own show now. Okay. Man, um, it's hilarious. All right, I'll and check me, it out. Yeah, me and my wife like watching this good, good little comedy.
0: Nice, yeah. good selection there. And I've heard rumors of a couple of flies. Starting Breaking Bad for the first time, so uh, yeah, you guys gotta check that out. It's oh, a great definitely good show. It.
1: Great, yeah. great, great.
0: Uh, home run or web gym? What would you rather? Web do? gym
1: all day. Yeah, all day long.
0: Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. Uh, Mellis or Horror?
1: <clears throat> well, you know what? Mellis is my first year playing there. I got a, I got a love for Horror Park, man. Morton oh, park. really? Yeah, yeah. I got a love for that park. I like, I, I I like the sand too, and that plays a big role for me.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice um so this is a question that is probably impossible to answer oh, okay. but i want to just talk about it because you know a lot of the guys know that you have a lot of kids but just maybe talk about your family through this question would you rather watch your son play basketball or your daughter play baseball
1: you're gonna put me on the spot my kids <laughs> gonna hear
0: this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> currently carlos's kids are in the basement with uh his wife and my wife they're they're hanging out so hopefully they don't, they don't hear it but it's a very... It's almost impossible to answer, I would think.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to say it real low so that nobody... So if I can't... If I'm talking a little low, you guys can raise up the volume on your on your phones. But uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. And I really enjoy my boys. I'm watching them play basketball because they're older, it's more competitive. Mm-hmm. But watching my seven-year-old daughter on that baseball field, she's an, she's an all-star. She got picked to go to the all-stars. She's the only girl. Nice. She was in a weekend tournament. She was the only, the only girl on any of the teams from any part. And um, to watch the aggressiveness that she plays with you know throwing her glove around she's not scared line shots hit to her i i I think i'd rather watch my seven-year-old daughter play baseball but again i'm biased because i'm a baseball player so right you know of course i'm gonna enjoy that more
0: for sure and tell us so tell us about your kids you have six kids right yeah and uh, tell us their ages where they're at in life
1: okay so ricky he's just turned 16 and he's mr cool guy you know he's uh (laughs) you know chasing the girls a little bit right now, you know, but uh yeah, he's uh he's uh actually uh junior now going to be a junior in high school. Um has a couple of scouts look at him for basketball, right. which is good, you know. Nothing, you know, no major major schools, but it's still still, you know, a good thing that he's doing. Then we got Eli, who's a freshman, really good with the handle, really good basketball player. He's uh he's more of a mama's boy, you know. He's still kind of a he has that baby kind of act towards him where Ricky kind of just acts older and then uh, Jordan, he's my other baseball player. He's 13. Um, he uh, lives with his mom in the city, so mm-hmm. we're a blended family. Nobody knew that. Um, so, and then we have my 11-year-old Nisani. She's uh, she does actually drama classes. She's really good with that. Mm-hmm. And then I got my two younger ones, my my seven and my six-year-old, who play baseball, and they're always home with mommy and daddy, and they don't go nowhere. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, you can put this in there too. A big part of why I miss so much too because they're all in something. Right, you know I mean? For sure. You
0: know. You're a busy man, for yeah. sure. Uh, so are you an early bird or a
1: night owl? Oh, man. My wife will tell you right now if she comes up here, boy, I'm in the morning, jumping out of bed, what are we doing, smiles on my face, ready to go, ready to go.
0: Nice. Uh, rock or rap when you put on the music? Uh, rap, all day. Rap. Yes. Nice. Uh, I know the answer to this question, but it would be good for uh, everybody to know. Cubs or socks?
1: Oh, man. Come on. Go Cubs, go, man. So- socks, socks. Who are the socks? <laughs>
0: right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gerb. Uh, so, but did you
1: grow up on the north side? Was yeah. It? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I grew up uh, by the, I don't know if anybody's familiar, probably, but the Brickyard area. Okay. The Diversity, Narragansett <laughs> area. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: And uh, last one here on the flyby, would you rather drive somewhere or fly there, assuming it's a long distance? Um, assuming it's a long distance? hmm Like if you're going, if you're going out to California. Whatever. Or Arizona or somewhere. Or Arizona, like that. Your yeah. Your pick.
1: Uh, I'd probably rather fly there. Fly? Yeah, even though I just bought a pop-up camper. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys. Yeah. So, where did you go? We went, actually, we went to a place, a campground called Yogi Bear Campground. Okay. In, in Indiana. It's about a two-hour ride. Is that that Jellystone thing? It is. Okay, yeah. It's. Yeah. I think it's a
0: camping chain, actually. Yeah, it is yeah. a chain. Mm-hmm. It is a chain.
1: And it, uh, actually was pretty amazing, man. We, we were there for three days. It was really relaxing, camping, grilling every, every night, you know, every day, you know, Getting creative with breakfast, you know what I mean? Because you got a grill, you only got, you know. But uh, it was a lot of fun and a lot of quality time spent with my family. It was nice. Real nice.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Alex Stoyanov and we were discussing the possibility of doing like a camping trip. I would love to do a camping trip with all the guys. Let's flies. do it. Um, I know I'm a big camper. I'm, I've grown a lot in the past 12 years. I, you talked to me when I was 18 years old. I would have never camped. I right. like the AC. I like being inside. But, uh, but camping for sure is something I love. So. Oh, yeah. We should try it out. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, Carlos, I wanted to thank you for being on the Fly Pod and coming on. Any last
1: words for the Fly Pod Nation out there? Um, I, got, I just want to maybe a little bit of encouragement for the team, you know, and just uh, just let them know that, you know, we're 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 a team that that, that sticks together. We're a team that we have good chemistry, and um, I know I haven't been there as you know late as much as I would like to be there, um, but I'm hoping that changes now with my, my daughter she's ending baseball here this week. And uh, I just want to let you guys know that you guys are all a great bunch of guys. I love being around you guys. You guys uh, make me a better person. And, um, you know, keep up the good work. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get this championship. Let's stick together. Let's pull it together. Let's let's do it, man. I got all the confidence in all you guys and um, to get this all done. And, and we're going to do it, man. We're going to do it.
0: For sure. All right. So looking ahead, our next Monday game is the 22nd against Express at 730, I believe. Nope, 830. Correct that, and our next Thursday game is actually tomorrow, the 18th. That will be 6:30 against Afternoon Delight. And also mark your calendars. A lot of you already know and are excited about our tournament that we're entering on the 27th. That will be at Mellis. Our roster is looking good, and uh, very excited about that. Actually, next week uh, I'll be talking more about the tournament in the next episode, so you can stay tuned for that. All right, guys, we reviewed the Morden Grove and Mellis season so far we had a great player interview with carlos Uh, my next episode is going to be next week and it's going to be featuring steve reamer i already got him booked up for the next episode i'm going to try to drop that next week sometime i want to thank you all for listening let me know what you think of the fly pot on the facebook page and go flies go fly Plus the beef, the coolie high, cold jeeps, high post technique, I drape off poetic landscapes and shapes. Illustrate the paper space off the pens that paint. The design what happened, National Geographic, the magic would tailor-made status and plus flavor that's automatic, uh.